Hey, Candice here, and I love all things business and marketing, but my biggest hurdle is my nine to five. That's right, you heard it. I still work a nine to five, and while I like getting consistent income, I'm not able to maximize my God-given talent and all that I know I can be in this world. So instead of dreaming of quitting my nine to five, I am on a quest to making those dreams become reality. Come on this journey with me as I climb mountains, jump through hoops, and leap over hurdles to start and grow a business. What am I going to do? I don't know. What type of business will I start? Who knows? When will I give my notice? Only God knows. But one thing I want to share, and that is this journey with you. So come on this roller coaster ride with me and enjoy the fun. Welcome back to another episode of the Hello C.S. Dorsey Podcast. I have Hernan from Business Bro Podcast. How are you doing today? Doing well. Excited to be here. Awesome. We're so excited to have you. So could you tell everyone about yourself and what you do? Absolutely. So I got a daily podcast, which is the newest addition to my business ventures. I got a degree in accounting. I have my real estate license. I've had a tax practice since about 2006 and I own an insurance agency and I teach high school math. So I got a couple different things on my plate. But the thing that consumes most of my time these days is in the podcast space. It's been one of the greatest, most beneficial pieces of business that I have ever come across. So I'm on a mission to, to share it with everybody and teach them, you know, you can do this too. And it will drastically change your life like it's changed mine. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I tell people all the time about it. And like, you don't have to just use it just for, you know, just to talk, you use it to network, you know, get people on, you know, that's how you build your business and grow. Oh, my gosh, let me tell you. So, (laughs) I mean, if you've been in business period, you already know that you have to do prospecting, you have to build your network. That's just an absolute must. It's got to be done, no matter what, right. So with that being said, usually, when it comes to a prospecting call, it usually sounds something like this. You go, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Prospect, can I buy you a cup of coffee? And let me sit down and talk to you, tell you what I'm selling. And hopefully by the end of this coffee, you buy from me, right? That's usually what a sales call sounds like. And it's no wonder that most salespeople get like a nine out of 10 people telling them no. Like, no, nah, I'm good. I can get my own coffee. I'm straight. I, I, don't, I don't need all that. But I came across podcasting. They flipped everything on its side. So it was like, Now, as Mr. and Mrs. Prospect, I see you're doing something amazing. I have this podcast. Would you like to come on my show, talk about what it is you do and share with my audience? And all of a sudden, nine times out of 10, people are saying yes. I couldn't get them on the phone for a five-minute sales call, but I can get them on a 45-minute podcast. And it's drastically changed the way uh, I operate. We've done 500 episodes on my show. We've interviewed over 300 people. If there's one thing I'm known for in my own community now is that guy is well-connected. Like, he knows people. And that opens up the door to so many things. I, I, you know, when people are like, oh, I need a plumber, they call me up and they're like, hey, who do you know that that's a plumber? Who do you know that's a real estate agent? Who do you know that's an insurance agent? And it allows me to filter them into my network, right? So people who've been on my show, now that I know who they are, not only did I bring them on the show and bring them value by exposing them to my audience, I cut up the show and gave them social media clips for their own social media to continue to promote themselves bringing them value again. And then when people ask me for things, I send them referral business. So I'm constantly in the process of giving people value all day long. And as a result, well, people like to reciprocate. They send it back. So when they need somebody to start a podcast or they need help growing their podcast or they need help with insurance, 
they send it back my way. It's, it's what we call a uh, reciprocation. So think of it like this. If you've ever worked in an office and you're sitting there and it's Christmas time and one of your coworkers walks up to you and gives you a Christmas present and you didn't get anything for them, you feel pretty bad. You feel horrible as an individual. You know, you're almost mad at them for giving you a Christmas present because you feel like you got to give them something back, right? That's exactly how you feel when you bring value to somebody in business. You give them a platform, you continue to bring them value all the time. They feel like they're obligated to give you something back. Now, I'm not saying do it for that reason. You should be giving a value because that's what you do. For us, our number one rule in business is to be of service for, to others. So if you can figure out how to do that, you know, more power to you. All I'm saying is podcasting has allowed me to do that at a high level. I completely agree with you 100%, especially when you have something that, especially when you're trying to do like a launch or you have a product or something like that, those people are already, they're your hot audience because they know you, they set with you and they've been with you. So to say, hey, I have something that's coming up. Can you share it? And then, oh, okay, no problem, because they know you. That's yep. the beauty of it and that's the value of it. And I tell people all the time, you know, get a podcast going. If you want to do a Facebook Live, get that going. Some people still like, eh, you know, it's Facebook Live, but I love it. You know, I, I love doing all of that. Oh, yeah. So let me ask you this. Like, what's the biggest thing that people usually say, right? Like when, when you tell them, hey, you should start a podcast, they usually come at me with a couple things. One, I don't like the way I sound. Well, let me tell you something. That's the way you sound to everybody. We've been hearing you for, I don't know how old you are, but that's the same voice you've had for a long time. I don't like the way I look. I don't know how to break it down to you, but this is your face, right? That's the one you got. That's the one that God gave you. So, you know what? Get used to it. This is, this is who you are. This is how people see you. Uh, and the third one is, well, I don't have any money to invest. Well, that's cool because I figured out a way to do it absolutely for free. And if I can show you how to podcast for free, can we get over the other two and let's just set this thing up? I promise you, you'll get used to the way you sound. You'll get used to the way you look. And you're going to get better at what you're presenting, your message or your story, if we could just set you up and you get going. Take a step every single day in that direction. When I started, I sucked, right? And it doesn't matter who you talk to. Look at your most favorite podcaster, your most favorite YouTuber, and go all the way back to episode one. I can guarantee you episode one, compared to where they are now, night and day, right? Completely different. We all start at zero followers. We all suck at the beginning. But if we take action every day, we take that step forward, we will get better. There was a time, uh, you know, I was doing maybe like 30, 40 episodes in. My son comes up to me and says, Dad, you say MK after every sentence. And I was like, oh, I didn't even notice that. And so I sat down with my brother and we're like, look, we grabbed this glass jar and we put it under one of the microphones. And we each got quarters. And while we're recording, this isn't even like outside of recording. While we're recording episodes, we would catch each other. And if we caught each other saying K and or some sort of filler word, we would drop a quarter and it would be loud. You'd hear it on the show, right? Oh, I caught you. And we'd drop it in there. But we're correcting what we're doing. We're perfecting our craft as we go. We're not waiting till we're perfect before we go out and put something out. Perfect is the enemy of done. Just get out there, start producing content, start sharing your message. You're not going to be the best at first. Deal with it, perfect your skill, get better, and I promise you, you're going you're gonna to love it. You're going to have energy behind your voice. You're going to fine-tune your message. You're going to learn from other people who know more than you in different areas, and as a result, you're going to get better. That is so true, and we can definitely just drop the mic. And <laughs> <laughs> I'll just drop my pen. <laughs> 
I love it. I love it so much. It's over. We're done. All right. We're done. (laughs) On the next episode. (laughs) I love it so much. So you've already basically talked about taking action and um, taking those next steps and just getting started. So I'm going to pivot a little bit. How was it for you getting started? What are those limiting beliefs that you were telling yourself before you got started with your podcast? Well, um, so let me share some stats with you. If you wanted to get into the blog space, you're going to be competing with half a billion blogs. That's 500 million blogs that are out there. So maybe you're like, all right, well, I'll start a YouTube channel. That's cool. You're going to compete with 31 million other YouTube channels. In the podcast space, there's only a million podcasts out there. And half of those have 14 episodes or less, right? And what's the reason why they have 14 episodes or less? Well, number one is you think it's just about turning on the mic and that's it. And really what you don't realize is the work that comes in after all the post editing, all the show notes, all the uploading, all that stuff. Right. And then second, nobody's listening to you at the beginning. So if you couple the fact that there's work involved on top of that fact that nobody's listening at first, those two things are just a recipe for disaster. That's why most people quit. Right. Well, for me, I experienced the same thing, except I put a different goal in front of me. When I got into podcasting, I got into it because I was in the process of getting my real estate coaching certificate. And my mentor said, you should start a podcast. We have a podcast. We do it every day. You should start a podcast. And I was like, eh, whatever. Around the same time, I got introduced to Gary Vee's content. And Gary Vee's over here saying the same thing. You're in business. You need to have a podcast. I was like, okay, these guys obviously know what they're doing. They're way more successful than I've ever been. Obviously, I should follow some directions. So I got into the podcast space. I wanted to do a podcast with my wife. I wanted to do something where we talk about, you know, how we're raising our kids and when we get in arguments, how we get past that. But she was like, I am not airing my dirty laundry on the internet. Like, that is not going to happen, right? So I was like, okay, I understand. I can't force my wife to do anything, but I can force my brother, right? So I grabbed him and I was like, James, we're doing a podcast. And I looked up to the people who were already successful. My mentor had a daily podcast. I looked at Joe Rogan's podcast, who was the most successful podcaster at the time. And I was like, he's got a thousand episodes. So if I do this every day, and if I can get to a thousand episodes, then I'll probably be as popular as this, as famous as Joe Rogan. So that's, that was the MO, right? I knew at the beginning, I was comfortable with the fact that nobody was listening, except mom. Mom always listens, right? So uh, other than that, I knew nobody was going to listen. And I knew that at the beginning, this was my opportunity to perfect my craft so that when people did begin to listen, they were listening to somebody who had confidence, who had energy, who had developed a show that was worth watching. And at that point, it would be something different. But when we first started off, I mean, now we do a complete show that's fully branded. We have video segments. We have intros, outros. We have all kinds of cool stuff as part of our show. We do it live. We stream to multiple platforms at once. But that's today. When we first started, it was purely audio, right? And, I, and at the beginning, you, you can't expect to be good because at the beginning, I'm worried about did I hit the record button? Is my you know mic even connected the right way? All these weird things about the back end of podcasting. And then at the same time, trying to hold a conversation, it, it doesn't work that way, right? But as you perfect each individual piece, as you get better at knowing where to plug stuff in at you know, having your whole system in place, then that part becomes second nature. And you start focusing on, okay, what am I saying? Am I saying it correctly? Do I have filler words? Do I, you know, take my likes and ands and ums out of my sentences? And then you get good at that. And now you start worrying about, 
you know, oh, well, maybe I should have segments in my show. What's a better question to ask? Should I get better at, you know, maybe the intro section of my show? Maybe I should add segments in the middle of the show. And every time you begin to level up, but it takes that consistency factor. So at the beginning, no, I, I was horrible. I had a horrible experience at first, but I kept going. And that's the key is the consistency factor in almost anything you do in life. Keep going. It will get better. I completely agree with you. I, you know, it's so funny you mentioned about doing a podcast every day because I listen to Russell Bronson. I listen to his podcast. I follow him. I'm like, now I'm geeking out over click funnels and everything. And when he said, do your podcast every day, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I'm doing it once a week. I was like, oh. So now I'm trying to build myself up to do a podcast every day. I say, okay, if I'm going to do this, Candace, I know I can at least do at least maybe three episodes in a day with at least 15 minute segments. I was like, I can do that. I just kept, kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it. And I told my uh, assistant, content assistant, I was like, listen here. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, I'm doing something crazy. You have to be on board with me. I'm going to publish podcasts every day for at least a year. And she was like, oh, sounds like fun. I love her so dearly. She's down with anything. But uh, yeah, this is going to be like my 365 day challenge for me to do it every day. So when you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, I could completely like resonate with that. Let me share something with you. Let me, well, you and your audience. So my entire system, it used to be when I started podcasting, it was purely audio. And for me to record a show and then turn around and edit it and add all these segments in whatever, and then upload it, I had maybe, you know, 30 to 45 minutes of recording time. And then another hour, maybe an hour and a half to two hours of post edit to get one episode out. So it was tough. Now I have everything from intro, outro segments, live feeds, all to all multiple platforms. And when I hit end record, it takes me 10 to 15 minutes and I'm done with everything. So I share with people how I do my entire process. All you got to do is go to businessbros.biz slash setup. So businessbros.biz slash setup. And on Mondays, I'll show you my entire system of how I do things and give you the ability to do it yourself so that you can start putting out content at scale. And it's funny that you mentioned Russell Brunson because uh, I love his book, Expert Secrets, by the way. In there, he talks about the Epiphany Bridge story. Yes. And he uses it as a sales process. I use it as a, as a conversational outline script. So that's the script that I took and made it my own. And I use that same process to ask my guests questions because that's the best way to tell a story. When he talks about the internal and external desires, you know, when you ask somebody a question and it's a very superficial answer, that's a great answer. But if you can get deep in there, if you start asking the whys and what's interesting yes. and you get them to a point where you have tears or you get them choked up or they're laughing, that's what really makes for a good interview. And so using that book, using that Epiphany Bridge story, it really allowed me to dig deep into the questions that I'm asking my guests. And it, I knew the path that I was going on. You know, if you read the other book that he recommends in there, A Tale of Two Journeys, I think it is. I, I forgot who the, the author is. But in there, it tells you about how, how uh, story arcs develop. And, you know, you learn these types of things. And as you progress as a, as a host, you become better at pulling the stories out of your guests. 
and you'll get better at asking questions. The guests think it's an amazing experience because they feel like it's almost a counseling session for them. They got to open up and give you some of their most vulnerable, deepest secrets that they probably never really talked about because you kept digging a little further because you kept asking those questions. And then people will enjoy your show that much more. That's a really good tip. Thank you. That's awesome. Because <laughs> I'm going through the One Funnel Away Challenge. I'm in the part where we actually doing the sales page. Mm-hmm. And I had to do the 50 bridge story and everything. I was like, oh gosh, I was like, this is long. But they had do have, and I found out in Funnel Scripts, because I have that as well, they have the short version of it. I was like, where was this at? Like a couple of days ago when I was looking. Right, right. <laughs> But that whole package, that whole package is amazing. So yeah, I did the one funnel away challenge. I currently use ClickFunnels. I mean, I'm I'm a ClickFunnel guy. So I'm in the process of developing a new podcast for directly niched into my insurance agency. And I use ClickFunnels all the time. I clone a funnel and recreate it for a specific brand and on a carrier. All our landing pages are developed through ClickFunnels. So it's just allowed us to really take a brand and identify it specifically to the show that we're doing. So you know, it's, it's been a great tool. If, if for anything else, it's the way I collect data from people that come uh, across our show, whether they're loyal listeners, whether they're interacting with the show or they're guests on the show. I, I'm building a database of people that have connected with us on some way that know, like, and trust us and put us in a position where when we turn around and sell something, it works. That's good. That's really good. I, I really like that. We're going to have to talk more. Right? Let me get some tips from you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm here for. I mean, like I told you at the beginning, my mission now is to do exactly that. It's to help podcasters, the ones that have got it started and understand the value behind it. Mm-hmm. Let me help simplify your process, fully brand you so that your editor is not going to say, oh my God, here she goes again, going crazy. She's going to say, thank you. You made my job that much easier. <laughs> I do wonder. I do wonder that sometimes, but she's so sweet. She don't say anything. She just go ahead. I tell her. I say everything is everything is natural, normal, conversational. I say you don't have to edit that much. But I know in her, she probably just go in there and take a few little things out. She's so funny. So, any last minute advice that you have for our listeners out there? Yeah, absolutely. Get started. Stop thinking about it. Stop, you know, wondering maybe later's the right time or the market's too saturated or there's already somebody who's doing it. Who cares? Look, when I talk about redefining the influencer with people, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, look, I'm a, I'm a Mexican. When I have a barbecue, when it's a birthday party, when it's a Sunday, right? The whole family comes over and in my own family, there's a lot of people and I don't know what every single one of them does for a living. Why? Because they don't talk about it. You might be an expert in your industry. You might be the best realtor. That might be the best insurance agent, plumber, whatever it is. Problem is nobody knows because you're not talking about it. This podcast space allows you to network with people that you want to do business with. And at the very least, it's putting out content on a regular basis so that people know what you do. If they know what you do, they might send you business. They might send you a referral. They might do work business with you directly, but they will only if they know who you are. I use the real estate analogy a lot. Look, if I wanted to, to buy a house, the first thing I would go is to go to the realtor I know, right? If I don't know a realtor, I'm going to go to my friends and family and ask for a referral. And if none of them know a realtor, then I'm going to go to that postcard or that you know billboard ad or whatever it is to find a realtor. Most of us spend so much time on trying to spend money as a business to be that number three position when you should be focusing on that number one. Be the one that people know. 
And if you're putting out content on a regular basis, if you take your 30 minute podcast, chop it up into small pieces, repurpose it, and put more content out there, you're going to be the one they know. And if not, you can guarantee that the rest of the family has seen your stuff at some point in the future. Be the one and two. And if you do want to focus on number three, that's cool because now you got a ton of content that you can put out on Facebook ads and Instagram ads or whatever you want to do at that point. But be the number one and the two. Be the person they know. Be the person that your friends and family know. That's how you're going to win in business. Love it. Love it so much. So where can everyone find you? Absolutely. You can follow us at Business Bros Pod on any of the social media platforms. Uh, and if you want to be part of the Business Bros Network, be part of our email list or uh, even be a guest on the show, go to businessbros.biz slash Hernan. And that's going to set you up with a you know 15 minute consultation with me. And we'll, we'll talk from there. I'll see what I can do to help you. Awesome. And we're definitely going to have that in the show notes once this goes live. I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. You dropped some serious value bombs and I'm like taking notes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm glad, I, I'm glad I brought some value. Hey, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Now, can you do me a favor? If you love this episode, please write a review. Let me know what you think or send a shout out on Instagram at csdorsey underscore hello. I can't wait to read your love notes.